looking at the science of branding so that you can use it effectively to grow your business. This is Just Juiced. In this episode, I speak to entrepreneur Benjamin, who's looking to start his own sustainable clothing brand in the near future. I give him advice in regards to branding and we also share stories from our history together. And so, without further delay, let's get juicy. Seals are seals, man. Like yeah, for sure, for sure. Seals are seals, and there's always. I mean, I can't say there's always going to be. Um, I read, I read this this book by uh, Yuval Noah Harari, mm-hmm. where he basically talks about like the future of technology and how it's mm-hmm. going to impact the, the like the, the the job market basically mm-hmm. in different industries. Yes. Yeah. And he mentioned about um some things that were quite surprising. Like two things that he he kind of highlighted was that first and foremost the um the where jobs are going to obviously be lost. Mm-hmm. There's going to be other jobs opened as well. So if, for mm-hmm. example, if technology needs to, mm-hmm. is, is actually taking over a job, obviously that, that, that needs to be maintained, that, mm-hmm. that, that technology needs to be maintained and obviously mm-hmm. programmed and stuff. Absolutely. So it is going to lay people into a more kind of technology, like, <coughs> need to get, put my teeth back in, <laughs> um, more technologically minded fields, but also as well, something that which I thought was really interesting is, the likes of doctors, right? People who are in like who are actually doctors, mm. their job is actually far easier to to replace through machines as mm. opposed to nurses. Yes, which yeah. is really weird because nurses is kind of like it's a more human based. It's uh-huh. a more human based sort of like all the activities that a nurse does is more kind of like um, it, you need to have sort of like empathy and all these That's feelings it. to kind Human of, you know, emotion, yeah, like, exactly. things like that. Whereas a doctor, a doctor is very much mm-hmm. like, like a surgeon, for example, mm-hmm. they just do their thing mm-hmm. and that's it. Do you know what I mean? Like it's very much the same yeah, yeah, apart yeah. from obviously in specialist cases, but I thought that was, I thought that was mental, but uh, sales, man, like, like sales. <laughs> <laughs> can, can robots do sales? Well, there's this thing, man. Have you not seen, um, the, the, there's like a, I've never explored it. There's a, there's a technology now called fake me, like fake media or something or deep, deep. Um, I can't remember what it's called, man. Deep fake or some shit like that. And right, they right. basically they have celebrities like they had like uh like well, what's his fucking name? Um, Jordan Peterson, like mm-hmm. like rapping to Eminem. Like they they can make anything <laughs> anyone. They have like Scar- Scarlett Johansson saying mad shit like Orlando Bloom or something like just crazy crazy shit. They can literally just like morph your face uh-huh. to look like obviously with this big thing with like fake um and fake media and stuff and like fake uh-huh. publications uh-huh. to like get clickbait and stuff. Mm-hmm. They are literally can literally form um, anyone's face to see anything. So imagine how much shit that Whoa, would cause. Oh, right. Okay, I see the implication of that. <clears throat> so in terms of so sales... Yeah, yeah, you're telling me I don't have to contact um, Eminem to, to like promote my new rap label. I can make him on my computer tell yeah. the whole world how good it is. Exactly. And that, I mean, say for example, if you did do that, one, you'd, you'd have a massive fucking yeah, lawsuit yeah, on yeah, your yeah. fucking plane. You would literally <laughs> be served with the biggest lawsuit ever, potentially. But in another case as well, all that publicity is going to make, you know, it's going to shout yeah, loud and fucking claim. And imagine if Eminem's just like people shouting would see out. It. What? People, people would see it. Of course you would see it. Anyone, everyone would see it. Loads of people would see it. And once you've seen it, you can't unsee it. Of course they wouldn't, mate. Without a shadow of a fucking doubt. So this is crazy advancement. It it brings me back to a a point that um, Gary Vaynerchuk was talking about. And he was talking about um, social medias, uh, things like podcasts, things like, uh, you know, the advancement of jobs. Yeah. And uh, and how they're not, you know, they're becoming totally different now. Like he talked about the way the radio was the TV. TV became the radio. Now phones are becoming the new TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just progression. It's natural progression. 
and people who can tell and see the way it's going can then map out jobs in the future yeah, people yeah. who are resisting the change will probably you know be stuck and you know yeah eventually probably will be replaced by computers <laughs> that's yeah. a terrifying sentence to say no it, it, it is mate but it's it, i think i mean obviously there's, there's, there was a huge thing about like um truckers and mm-hmm. um the truckers being replaced but obviously there still needs to be a human in the actual mm-hmm. in the actual mm-hmm. truck itself but ne- nevertheless man i think i think sales like going back to the whole sales thing mm-hmm. i think sales is it's, it's something which obviously like which which helped me kind of transition from being a chef when i was younger mm-hmm. to, to to like getting into like like understanding people and understanding mm-hmm. like marketing and stuff mm-hmm. there's no way like it's, it's helped me understand people to a completely different level and me I, w- I would not be able to be in like like any sort of positive like any any decent i would be in a worse position a far worse position if i didn't go down the sales route and it was like car yeah. sales i literally just went into car sales not door knocking door knocking and then yeah, car sales do you? yeah door knocking free installation that's real sales that's like serious that's hardcore but people don't realize how beneficial the sort of ability to sell something actually is. Mm. You know, you're selling on a daily basis, whether you think you are or not. Yeah. You know, whether you're just taking your kids to the park and, and it's time to go home. You know, you've got to sell them the idea. Maybe, you know, take away the sort of stigmatism to the word selling. Yeah. yeah. But if you think it's about it, isn't that, it? you know, you've got to persuade them. And, and that's what sales is. It's got the stigmatism towards it. But in reality, all you're trying to do is help somebody else see, you know, your point of view for their better. Yeah. And and that's a great skill or, to have. Or, or that's worse, an amazing skill to have. Like even like they might even not even sorry, they might not even understand that it's actually there, like in their best interest. Because yeah. obviously they might be completely like For oblivious sure. to to the fact that obviously that's going to help them mm-hmm. in the in mm-hmm. not right now maybe, but in the future. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I, I I pretty much handle that type of shit every single day with like my brothers, man. Like they <laughs> yeah, yeah, great example. I'm mentally lucky though. Like my two little brothers are like proper keyed on, and especially Lewis as well. Like he's oh, just see got, them on the Instagram. They're grafters. They grind. Mate, they are they are fucking they are so hard working, man. Um, only when they get paid. <laughs> <laughs> Other, otherwise, mate, it, it literally takes every ounce of fucking sales pattern that I've got, man. But um. <laughs> Nah, they, they they are prop they are probably good, but also as well like with mm-hmm. like it's it's it, to be able to persuade somebody like especially like even in dating and stuff as well, man. Like when you again selling yourself, like why yeah. should this person spend the rest of their life with me? You know? I'm kind of sick as fuck. I'm sick yeah, as fuck of that though. Like I was I was filling a Tinder bio once and I just went, called? what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> no, 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 literally like with I, I did like an experiment with Tinder before, and then I got to a point where I was actually like using Tinder to try and like meet someone. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, yeah. I was just I was just in one of those phases where I just wanted to like date and stuff and yeah, like course, just have yeah, fun yeah, on that yeah. gotta, gotta go through that as well but I literally like I, I was just sitting there I was like why the fuck am I trying to sell myself man when I'll be honest like I've got no fucking interest in <laughs> like, like yeah. 95% of the people <laughs> yeah. on here I've got no fucking interest whatsoever because uh. I'll they're nice to look at but like fucking you know a, a lot of the the girls that I've spent time with from Tinder have been really nice to look at mm-hmm. but then as soon, and I'm not, I'm not saying this for every girl on t- on Tinder because yeah, that's just true. not the case. It's definitely not the case because I know girls who are on Tinder who I just haven't like matched with or I don't have any kind of um emotional like mm. uh, we haven't we haven't got like a, um yeah mental attraction yeah a mental attraction you know physical attraction is common which is why Tinder is successful and then obviously you know mental attraction is is really rare so yeah. you know there's not many ways of sort of finding that without having you know the first bit of interaction yeah, so yeah. Tinder does make you know it it is a good platform. But I understand it can be very shallow at times too, and that's yeah. sometimes not always the, the best thing for for That's it, man. That's it. And as, as, as you want to well, play man. the game though too. Don't you? You know, <laughs> I just want to play the game. Everyone does. Everyone does, mate. That's some interesting uh, experiences on Tinder. Yeah. 
Yeah. Spill it. Spill it. <laughs> You're not oh, seeing anyone at the minute. Are you selling someone? Are you seeing someone? Yeah, yeah. Are you seeing someone? I'm actually seeing a great person at the minute. Maybe we not. Maybe we shouldn't share. Yeah, yeah. Potentially we could do like an after hours podcast where you find out about, you know, utility wise and what really happened, you know, the ins and outs of Tinder and dating world. I could tell you some stories about, you know, all things of life, but. Yeah, um, you know it's good to say something. Let's keep it clean for now. Yeah, Let's sure, keep it clean sure. for now. So, we can... but on, uh, on that positive note, I'm seeing somebody at the minute. She's called Emma. Uh, Emma nice. Headley. She's amazing. She actually has her own. Uh, she's a goldsmith. Uh, she started right. traveling when she was really young, and she actually found herself in New Zealand uh, short of cash. So she did what she did best, and she started making jewelry, and she started selling it, and she did really well. Nice. And she funded the rest of her travels, so she got back around. Oh, the world that's incredible! And realized she had such a knack for doing it. You know, she's. She doesn't sell. She's not a salesperson, but she's so charismatic and yeah. you know, compassionate and, and all these sorts of things. That passionate about the really. subject. She's passionate yeah. about the subject. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. And she started a business now. Emma Headley Jewelry. Yeah. Check it out. We'll check it out, man. I will. There's a there's a guy, um, Henry Henry Goodfellow or something. I've never actually met the guy. To be fair, like we I messaged him on uh, LinkedIn probably about two years ago or something. The thing, mm. but his jewelry it's called um, fuck, what's his fucking name? Ah, bastard. But it's completely <laughs> it's completely lost me. But it's like mm-hmm. um, it'll come to me like it's literally on the tip of my tongue. But he's um, he he just like some sick jewelry, and he like he gets like inspired from like the um, like from like pennies and stuff, and like mm-hmm. like like re- real like British like it just just feels amazing, man. Like oh, fuck, I can't believe I can't remember. <laughs> it'll, the fucking come thing. By, it'll come back. It'll come I literally saw them on ASOS the other day. Lying in bed, and it was like ping. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> like ah, da da. Yeah. Pop a light bulb, light bulb. But um, but yeah, sure. man. What so what? Right, okay. Here's a question. Okay, go ahead. What actually? What kind of, because you, me, you messaged me like, um, you messaged me like proper out of the blue, like what was the main kind of motivation behind like, sort of like, like catching up for example, like I, I thought right, I, yeah, we were yeah, going yeah, to catch yeah. up anyway last year, we? yep. but obviously we both just got busy and we mm-hmm. both had shit going on, mm-hmm. but like what was the, what kind of, what was the kind of the, the, the straw on the camel's back that kind of broke mm-hmm. it in? Yeah, so through. I mean for me what it was, I mean like I say, when we were at Utility Wise, um, I just, I just feel like you know, you meet some people, and some people you know get a bit more from, understand you on a different wavelength. Yeah. And sometimes you just don't get that. Like I say, you know, um, like a mental attraction is rare. So sometimes when you find something that works, you know, it's good to pursue things and things. And you know, you've, I've, I've watched, you know, your Instagram, all the things you've been doing, uh, and I just admire the way you work. Mm. I hundred percent feel like I can learn from you. <laughs> all right. Uh, and I just wanted to sort of, you know, just knock a few ideas around, just bounce some ideas around. See what you're doing, and really, and like I say, just catch up. You know, mm. um, see what's going on, see what's going on behind the scenes. Uh, yeah, and like I say, just maintain a relationship. Really, I think we could have. Uh, unfortunately, like I say, time was cut short, but for positive. Yeah, in your sense. So, um, yeah, just wanted to come and do the fat a bit. Definitely, man. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you the story in regards to that tie uh-huh. and why it was. Um... Oh yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I'm with right. one of those. <coughs> so this tie, right? You obviously right. So. Basically, just for, like just to kind of like set the scene. So is that I coffee good? That. That's really en- good. Enjoy it. Enjoying that yeah, beautiful cool coffee. The just to set the scene. Mm, we're, at, we're both at Utility Wise. This mm. um, would it be fair to say it's uh, well not anymore, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> would it, yeah. yeah, would it be fair to say that it was a it, it was a call center that was mm. selling energy to businesses? Yeah. Yes. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Right, okay. I agree. So we were basically um, salespeople. For a, an energy company that was selling energy to businesses um, and help, trying to help them to get the best plan possible. Okay, 
Now, the, um, the best plan compliance. <laughs> most competitive. Plan. The most competitive. The most competitive because you can't say best because best it could first. potentially not be the best. Um, but nevertheless, um, so we basically in, within our sort of team we had like this secret Santa bullshit, right? <laughs> and at that time, a lot of the guys in the team knew that I was writing a book at that time in in work. So I was basically like in work, just fucking grafting, writing this book that I've just fucking gave you. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Writing like the foundations of it, uh, foundations of the book. Ah, is that what you were doing? Yeah. Right, great, great. Wow, okay. So I would hit my quarter. I would yep. hit my quarter so they would just leave me alone. Yeah. And I would yeah, hit yeah. that in like a week or something. Yeah. And then for the rest of the month, I'd just fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Put your feet up. <laughs> crack on. Literally. With the socks on sometimes. Just, yeah, just fucking, just crack on and just like, I'll just like write the book and just, I'll have like, I'll have like client work and stuff that I'll be yeah, doing on my yeah, phone yeah, in the yeah. toilet and shit. And mate, it was, wow. it was fucking thing, man. But at the, at the end of the day, like we had this fucking secret <laughs> Santa bullshit. funny, man. Everyone missed you, you know, Scott. What do you mean? What people, oh, you know what? Um, one thing that I know a lot of people miss was that you used to do like uh, a news handout. <laughs> Do you, want to, do you want to tell them about that? Yeah, you probably you can know tell better that. than me. You I mean, I, I, to be honest, like, I, I got the team for that. late. I got fucked for <laughs> Did that. You? Fuck for it. Oh, man. Just, um, just they don't understand the, the, the art behind it, though. It's just it, You really, really did something for the people. Hmm. <laughs> really did something for the people, man. It used to be fucking That's hilarious. What it's about it's about the people. It's this new, this news, people. this newsletter was basically an email which I sent out to everyone in the team. Ripping the piss out of everyone, <laughs> including <laughs> myself. <laughs> just literally, that's all it was. It was just all the stories and all the bullshit that had happened in that week. But like, <laughs> fucking, if someone had went home because they broke a fucking toenail or something, I'd rip the fuck, I'd rip, rinse them. And some, it's like someone who could actually take a joke would like would enjoy it, yeah. and everyone else would just be fucking crying, like proper like pff, wanting us to be sacked or whatever. <laughs> Dickheads. I really wish I got on it. I didn't. I wasn't on the team for long enough because I joined no. a little later. I think I joined in October 2017. Yeah, I, I didn't. The thing was, I didn't want to. I didn't want to do anything to you because I didn't. I, I hadn't engaged. I hadn't engaged yet whether you could oh, take it or not. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. see for example, if I had to on your first day, <laughs> first Friday, then you were just like, um, he's pissed us off. <laughs> <laughs> and then my book wouldn't have been written, man. I'd have been fucked. But um, but yeah. Anyway, this fucking secret Santa thing. So everyone, everyone pulled everyone like a name out the hat, right? Yep. Originally, I think I got this fucking. Um, I remember who you got. You got Jay Clark. I got Jay Clark, <laughs> but I didn't get Jay Clark first. I got someone else. Oh, however, I see, I see, I when see. I did get Jay Clark, I thought mm. I know exactly when I'm going to get this guy because <laughs> he was an absolute f- funny rat. He loved it, didn't he? <laughs> he he was, loves it. He was. Uh, he he used to try and chat up like pretty much every single bird like that. I fucking that that that, that lived basically <laughs> as long as you're walking and you've got a pulse. And you're, you know, you're not, you're not like, fuck, you've got like two eyes and a nose. He's pretty fucking game on me. He's like, even one eye. Even one eye. <laughs> Obviously, Jake's, I've got, Jake's a good guy. I've got yeah. nothing against anyone with one eye. However, he was fucking, he was. Watch out for Jake. Yeah, just watch out for Jake Clark. <laughs> he's in a committed he's, relationship now. He's, is yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, he's happy. He's found himself a really good girl. He's punching. Mate, it's he good, knows man. Him. He's, the thing, the thing with that guy is he's, he's very, he's very like, he's very, Confident, yeah, and, super confident but but I think deep down he's like he's quite like a soft soul if that makes sense mm, like yeah, yeah. I think it's just like a bit of a, like a bravado which is why I don't think I saw sort of eye to eye to him because I think sure. he had a lot to learn mm. but anyway <laughs> he's he's getting me so I've, yeah, I've got the I, I've got him to buy a present for right and it was one of the most embarrassing moments of my like probably my moments definitely of working there but at the same time I just did not give a fuck as I knew I was leaving <laughs> yeah. I basically gave him have you, you've read the game haven't you have you read the game I've not read it no right. I actually wanted to borrow it off Jay but he yeah. wouldn't keep it he was so this 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 fucking book of the game is basically all about this fucking guy in like Elia or some shit right I don't know where he's from I can't mm. remember this guy who's average looking right 
which I can really resonate with. <laughs> <laughs> and he basically uses like neuro, like fucking cognitive <laughs> oh, manipulation. Wow, to f- like, yeah, he basically just which like manipulates. High func- highly functioning sociopath. <laughs> he just fucking like manipulates these girls into like sleeping with them and stuff. And he just uses like loads of like, um, like mental techniques to fucking get them into bed and shit. And I was like, this is a nah. book. That I, this is a book I should probably read, like just in case anyone tries to use it on me. So I, I read the book. And, oh um, yeah, good save. I read the book. <laughs> I re- no, I read the book. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, re- I must have read like half of it. And I was just, it was just like the same shit basically. Uh-huh. It was it was more like a like a bragging thing basically for him. Uh, it was just right, right, one okay, big book it, yeah. to make his cock bigger. <laughs> um, but yeah. But anyway. I didn't want to buy anything for Jake because at the time I was saving up to like give myself a little bit of a pillow for when I was actually going yep. on to my first business, yeah, yeah, or, like when I was moving on to my the business, um, and I just I couldn't justify spending even like a tenner on someone who I didn't fucking like or I didn't <laughs> even I was never going to see again type <laughs> thing. Yeah. So I basically said, right, okay, what can I do? I can't just not give him anything and just be a dickhead. So. I basically wrapped wrapped the book up. Obviously, it was it was only read once, yeah. and then I gave it to him. And then when he opened it, he was like, oh, thanks and stuff. And I was like, sweet, that, there's that done. And then one of the fucking girls, Claire or something, was like, that's, that's pre-owned, that? You can't give him that? I was like, listen, listen, bitch, right? <laughs> listen, right? That book, it, whether it's pre-owned or not, uh, that book is going to give him the exact same it's information. Got it's, it's got value. It's got value. pay for it. I mean, it's not value. It doesn't change, man. I still paid for it. I just yeah, read it first. <laughs> was, this, was this before or after um, all the condoms fell out of it? Oh yeah, I did. I did have to. I'd... You even gave him. To be fair, you even gave him something like that. It was like two presents in one. Exactly, mate. So I actually paid probably more than a tenner for that yeah, overall yeah. present. Durex, Durex condoms are not cheap. They're not cheap. Actually, they are not cheap. So yeah. So that that was the thing. And then <laughs> after, and then the thing that made me feel even more shit was the fact that you gave me this banging tie, which you obviously like went into a lot of effort to get. And I was like, shit. I wish I just got Ben now. They're not going to bought him an actual decent present because I'll actually get on with them. It's like <laughs> you know, fuck. You know what? You know what the funniest part of this about what? nobody until right this moment had any idea about is that was a tie that I already had as well. (laughs) (laughs) Shit! I'm not joking. Oh my fucking God. Because I was like, okay. Bastard. (laughs) So you had me feeling like shit this entire time. I was like, I'm not saying that. You motherfucker. (laughs) You bastard. Man. I I didn't scold you. I I could see that. I saw the value. I told Jake, that's a great present. I had your back. Bastard, man. (laughs) You motherfucker! <laughs> you motherfucker! We got that out. Oh man! Oh, I feel like a waste been lifted. Ah, oh, being absolutely wasted there. That, that man. is absolutely hilarious. That is hilarious. <laughs> you motherfucker! Never gonna forgive you for that. <laughs> you know that's why I thought we. I was like, oh, he gets it. He gets it. You know, like it's a it's a gift to somebody. Yeah. I, I literally, I think I, I wore it once. I was like, this doesn't suit me at all. Yeah. So you but it's a great tie, it and I would love to see. I hate to see it go waste. I was like, mm. someone can get value out of this. Yeah. Mate, it's that smart, so man. See, see, this is what I mean. We're on the same fucking <laughs> yeah. wavelength, man. If you, if you get, oh, but that's see with Santa, man. Like, like the thing oh, with I the think thing. Too seriously, it's a, you know, it's not. You didn't write a Christmas list, you know. Santa's not really going to come down the chimney. <laughs> you at work, just trying to make a bit of a light situation, you know, help the day, help feel festive. That's all it was, man. I used to waste so much time there, man. I used to literally yeah. any any excuse I could find to waste time when I was working there. Oh was yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally everything. Fucking everything. I think I started going to the bathroom like six times a day. Six times a day, mate. Yeah, yeah, maybe more sometimes. Probably more. And I'd just sit there and just enjoy it. Like, if, it, yeah. if, if I had like, if I was having like a shit, I'd do it like really, really, <laughs> really <laughs> slowly. exercises. Honestly, it would be like, it would be like shit yoga. It would be <laughs> like the <laughs> most like, the most elegant thing <laughs> in the world. You, it, was, it was so elegant, you didn't even hear a splash. It was just like, 
Perfect yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there was like <laughs> little, little miniature fucking uh, like bacteria putting holes in the fucking uh, boards of ten. Wow. But yeah, man, uh, mate, I cannot, I could not be happier to get out of that fucking place. Oh, dude, seriously. Like I say, it gave me a nudge that I just needed. I knew it was a stepping stone. Um, it was never be all and end all, and you know that's good money. It's good fucking money, it man. Was for what you did, yeah, hundred percent. And the people weren't too bad, you know. That like we made a lot of good friends there, and uh, there was a lot of good people. Like I say, sometimes the industry is the industry and you can't get around that but you can make the best of a bad situation yeah definitely. So like i say you know whilst the money was coming in commissions and this and that and you know atmosphere was there which is good you've got a buzz yeah. and uh, and all that stuff i mean i came from working six hours a, six days a week six hours a week what a job why'd i leave <laughs> <laughs> six days a week i did like bomb, you got it man <laughs> for like for a year and a half and then i came in like what the nine to five mm. and uh and my life was, just sort of switched yeah like, you know free time again and uh, and things like that, which at the time was right. I don't want a nine to five the rest of my life. I want to. I've got plans. But um, at the time, you know, it was it was a nice break from uh, from, from crazy, crazy like crazy life. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those, man. Do you know what? Do you know mm. why I got the job there? Did I ever tell you why no, I got no. the job there? There's a guy called Casey Neistat. You know, him? no, He's a YouTuber, right, massive right, right, YouTuber, okay. huge okay, okay. YouTuber. And he basically he was. Um, I don't know if he was working. He's an inspirational guy, man. I don't know if he was like, um, like if he ever had like a job. I've watched like his life story on on the YouTube on a YouTube video before, but he basically said this thing which really fucking resonated with me. I was working mm-hmm. in car sales at the time, and I secretly fucking loved it mm-hmm. because you literally like you you, mm-hmm. you were working with people, and I'm I am although I'm quite like I am a bit of an introvert, like I am quite a people person. Like mm-hmm. if if I'm like if I'm speaking to someone, like I can actually speak to them and like get yeah, on yeah, to yeah, a sure, level. Sure. I don't like having just conversations for the fucking crack. Yeah, but. I'm with you. I will have like an in-depth conversation if I feel like either of us are going to learn something from it and kind yeah, of like yeah, gain yeah. something. I agree. That's but cool. um, yeah. So he says he said something on one video which I can't even remember. I couldn't even tell you what video it was, right? But he basically said that if you want to ever do your own thing, get a job that you fucking hate, like you fucking hate. And I thought, right, okay, what job could I get which I fucking hate? Whoa. <laughs> Let that just hang for a bit. I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna get a fucking job in a call center. With the highest paying salary that I can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got yeah. it. Mate, I have never been more motivated in my life. I used to... <clears throat> this, this was generally how the transition went for me. Working a full, like, nine-to-five job mm. to actually just under, like, a massive clap there. I'll probably just, like, deafen someone. Feel the electricity there. There's a spark. <laughs> I think there's a spark. <laughs> so, like, maybe it was just lightning outside. Um, no, like, so... It, I was working, like, the nine-to-five, and obviously I had to learn the job, so mm. I didn't get fucking... You know, bottom out straight away yeah bottom out straight away and just get put myself in a really like between a, a rock and a hard place yeah for sure i get that so i was i was still kind of learning the whole kind of like graphics thing and stuff mm-hmm. and i um i managed to get from a really random story from a guy in fucking um a guy in madrid who i met in madrid ended up putting my name on the agency's name in the on the lap of this fucking woman who worked for the australian council and we ended up like underbidding every other agency in the fucking runnings by like 10 grand. Oh, I was like, fuck. I was like, this is it. This is fucking it. So literally for like a week, uh-huh. my, this was my schedule. Mm-hmm. I would get off for work. Obviously, it was like an hour commute to work. Yeah, sure, like seven, sure. Yeah, like, it's a good journey from here. Were, yeah. you saying, were you here at the yeah, time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Eight o'clock, I get to work for like, well, just like quarter to nine or whatever, like quarter to eight, I probably set off. Mm-hmm. Um, then I would go to work. <clears throat> I would probably take my laptop there and do some like work during the like my lunch hour basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come back, um, and then literally I would come home, get some food, mm-hmm. no gym or anything. I didn't have any time for that shit. Mm-hmm. Literally come home and from seven until four o'clock in the morning, I'd be hard at it, 
trying to get this fucking mm. this because you've got to think man like whereas everyone else was working like nine till five like mm. all the other agencies yeah, they were yeah. doing this project yeah they'd be working nine till five I had to make those hours up mm. on top of what I was doing yeah. for a day. Plus an hour commute, so I would get back at about six, go straight out until four o'clock in the morning. Mm. It got to a point where by a Thursday, like obviously, because I was working during the weekend as well, but by a mm. Thursday, the people at work mm. were notice, like, noticing and like actually calling me out on the fact that I was falling asleep at my desk. <laughs> I noticed. I mean, I was like, God, you were tired. And I was like, God. Everyone, I look like shit, man. <laughs> Everyone used to say that. You look like, you look like shit all the time. And so then I was like, I can't tell you why, man. <laughs> I can't tell you. Because if you do, I'm going to get fucking bladdered. Yeah, fuck. That's insane. I knew you were going hard behind the scenes. Like, there's no, there's no way. I mean, unless you were just partying every night. Just like yeah. Elon Musk at the bar. Shut. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, Elon Musk in it. <laughs> but um, no, seriously, man. Like, props for that. Because, I mean, I feel like this right now. I'm knackered because I'm, I'm you know, you're busy behind the scenes. And it, it's like the, huh, I was going to say, it's kind of like, you know, the swan analogy you know right on top of the water yeah man. you know you're you're just sailing everything's sweet but underneath the water you're just flipping like fuck and yeah you're doing your thing thanks man that's great thanks so much these uh these this these thing, are man. great these are really good mate this uh this thing it's called a mocha m-o-k-a and i wasn't even aware of it before mm. i went to italy i took my little brother to italy to mm-hmm. venice and I literally like they had one of these in the uh, in the Airbnb that we stayed in, like this little apartment that I Sweet, that I booked yeah. out. And it, you know, every morning, man, it was like just little one, mm-hmm. little one. I want to get a um, I want to get like a grind of coffee bean. There's a couple of guy, a couple of guys who I see on Instagram mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. that I know who've got them. <clears throat> and it's just like when I see it, like all oh, frothy and stuff. I'm like, oh, fuck, I need to get. You get some froth <laughs> in my life. Get some froth in my life, man. I got it. I did. I actually won a sales uh, competition. Nice. I think it came top ten in the UK for something ages ago. And um, there was like loads of prizes. It was like, at the time, it was like 300 pounds cash, which I could have done with. It would have been nice. Yeah. It was like... 300 um, quid, 300 quid. Yeah, 300 quid. Um, there was like an iPad. Uh, when they just came out, it was like a super fresh one. There was an iPhone 7. <clears throat> and there was a coffee machine. Uh, <laughs> mate, I looked at the fucking coffee machine and it was decent. Oh my God, first pick. And I was like, Ben, <clears throat> like, you won the... Coffee machine. Yes. I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> and, uh, Fuck. <laughs> it's like those. It's like, but it, you know what is? It's the thing. You, I was like, "I've got a kettle." Like, I don't care. Like, why? You, why you give me a coffee machine? Um, and it's just the thing you just didn't know you needed. Yeah. Fuck. I know, man. That, that that's that's the shit in it. Yeah. You for drink sure. instant. Like, instant's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just don't know. The you thing is, know. like, three new cash is three new cash. You'll spend it. You'll spaff that like straight away. Shots. Elon Musk at the bar. Elon Musk at the fucking bar. But you know, a coffee machine. You know, I've kept it for years, years, years. I mean, how many mornings has that got me up in the morning? Yeah. Help me start a day right. You know, we're just waiting gold. Man, it's good, man. Mm. It's good. It is decent. So where where the fuck were we before? Like we yeah. So we I told you the horrendous fucking uh, horrendous secret Santa. Yeah, yeah. Secret Santa. So what was um. Yeah, so what, what are you actually doing now? What is the crap now that you're doing now? Right, Obviously, so... used to work together. What are you doing yeah, now? Yeah, so you, you can imagine, like, what, February 13th. That's where any utility wise went into administration, officially, and that's totally what I thought about. That yeah. is what it is. Um, so I basically took a week off. Yeah. I think everybody just, you know, rushed and jumped straight back into um, energy roles. And I just thought, yeah. you know, have you thought about it? Do you, do you want to do this? Yeah. Are you scared? And I just thought, well, I'm not interested anymore you know yeah I, I feel like i've gained everything you could possibly gain from a company yeah. that does that i think you know it didn't have any legs the future is definitely in renewables and renewable energy things like that that has so much legs and so much opportunity to actually genuinely help the world become a better place 
but um but selling it and things like that um to businesses people just don't want to be phoned all the time so <coughs> i actually um took my time and i found uh i'm so i'm now a broker at a business called anglo scottish finance and i actually help businesses get funding for renewable energy so mm, i totally stayed on topic but i used what i know to, to basically you know get into this industry sort of thing i mean we don't just do renewables but i'm specialized in that so that's what i'm yeah. focused on at the moment which is great but the hours are even better you know it's like nine to like half four but i can come a little bit early for you know the odd occasion here and there um but basically that allows me to sort of you know spend time doing what i want to do so i mean i've started playing saxophone yeah uh, saw that kickboxing pretty good yeah it's fun it's really good um down the stage teaches mel she's amazing if you ever want to learn they do classes every week um it's really good prices as well i feel like i'll be shit with a shit with saxophone <laughs> you can learn you can yeah. learn anything i can hardly i can hardly I, I, i've just literally learned I've, i mean i still i still get grammar and fucking stuff wrong now i can't even speak never mind play <laughs> fucking saxophone like i'm literally it's like, a different beast I actually, I actually, like, my flatmate literally takes a piss out of me every single day. Mm. She, like, corrects my sentences, and I can't actually make, I can't actually say, like, a full sentence without <laughs> her taking the piss out of me. So, for me to actually learn a new language, like saxophone, mate, it would be, it would be horrendous. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe, <coughs> maybe not. <laughs> maybe <laughs> flute. I mean, you, you're doing a great job here. Let's just, you know, let's... Uh, Stick around fucking good at and keep yeah, me off yeah, shit. just for all trades. <laughs> um, let's master this one, I suppose. So yeah, anyway, so I'm, I'm doing that right now. I'm doing uh, saxophone, I'm kickboxing, and I'm running, I'm just about kickboxing? to start a that? business um, about in sustainable clothing mm. uh, called Planet's Advocate. Okay. And that's really part of the reason, you know, I wanted to have a conversation with you today just to sort of yeah. bounce my ideas around, get a, get a good opinion on things, you know, I trust your judgment and things like that. So I just yeah. thought, you know, you'd be a good, good, uh, good person to speak to. Is that something you want to speak about on the, co- on the podcast? Um, I mean, it's all like intellectual <coughs> property. Isn't it? I mean, if it's something we could speak about, I'd love like to just, just about the like I'd the love to speak about it. Um, but I mean, I can say that you know, it's sustainable clothing. Yeah. I've got loads of ideas, tons of USPs, and uh, and and really, we, we want a whole process from you know beginning to end, which is totally sustainable and and no sort of lack in between. And uh, but not only that, you know, the the, the 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 clothing aspect and an accessory element of it is to get to get it going. In reality, Planet's Advocate is not confined to sort of clothing or branding. Well, it's a brand, but we're going to help the world, you know? And by being a planet's advocate, you know, it's not by buying a T-shirt. It's by going and physically doing something, going helping, reducing plastic waste, going to go, you know, I'd love to fund trips around the world to go do things. Yeah. And use, you know, use any sort of <coughs> generated from it to really just help, help the world in, in whatever way we can, really. Yeah. So there are, without obviously, because there's obviously things which you wouldn't want to talk about for, you know, just sort of personal reasons or whatever, or, yeah, you know, yeah, sure. professional reasons as well. What I will say is I've worked with over the last six months, I've probably worked mm. with three companies that are doing like a very similar thing or trying right, to do wow, a similar cool thing. thing. Not in the UK, in mm. the US mostly. Mm-hmm. Well, pretty much all of them over the kind of the US side of things. Mm-hmm. Two in the US and one in Canada, I think. Right. Um, oh no, one in, um, one was in France actually. One was in France. So one US, one France and one Canada. Awesome. And what I will say is I learned this from uh, like Christo. He's, a, he's like a really, he, he kind of manages the, um, a, um, a graphics design agency. What the fuck are they called? I'm shit with names, man. But he basically has a um, a, a YouTube channel called Future, mm-hmm, um, cool. and he's he's basically like a, a graphics design branding uh, marvel. Like he's fucking incredible. Like he knows his shit. He's uh he's fucking he cuts the bullshit. He just says it, says it as it is. And he um he he said something which um someone asked him a very similar question in regards to oh 
we, we're we trying to make the world a better place and all this sort of stuff, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, this is something I'm pretty passionate about, so we're going to fucking get a right rant here. Yeah, about yeah, yeah, awesome. <laughs> Getting deep. He's got his fucking... <laughs> oh, mate. So, we, don't yeah. do, we don't do shallow. Like, <laughs> so, basically, what Christo says, this guy, mm. which kind of, insp- kind of motivated me to look into it a little bit further, is mm-hmm. um, never lead with... Like, say, for, you, you'll see a lot of big businesses who do charity work and all that sort of shit, right? Mm. Never lead with the message of we're going to make the world a better place mm-hmm. because customers are very selfish people. Mm-hmm. At the very core, although it sounds nice and although would love it to, to work that way, people are very fucking, like, people are very selfish, right? Mm-hmm. So as part of our limbic system and our, our sort of, like, our, our core lizard brain, Mm-hmm. We want to do three things. I'm gonna try and remember these, right? Yeah, hit me. We, we want to fuck, right? Yeah, yeah. We want to reproduce. Yeah, we yeah. want to. Amen. That was one, by the way. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, we want. Uh, we want like security, safety, right? Mm-hmm. So we want to. We, we like being in. Um, <clears throat> we like being in packs with other people because it makes us feel safe. Sure. What the fuck was the other one, man? Can't oh, but we we want to be. We want to be fed. Like we want to be. Um, I suppose it kind of ties into safety, but that there. Yeah, so we want to be fed. We want to be safe and like in a group. And we also want to want to like basically like reproduce and pass on our genes, right? Yeah. So those are the the three main things which our lizard brain is constantly urging us to do. So for example, right? Um, let's say for example we've we've just broken up with a, a girlfriend, right? And we're feeling a little bit vulnerable and unloved, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So our fir- like usually the first instinct that we'll feel is that we want to get affection from someone else, right? We want to get like an affection from whether it be like food, for example, like some like. Some people like just go on a fucking absolute food binge. Mm-hmm. Some people go out and just sh- like, sleep with someone or yeah, spend time yeah. with someone right. who they wouldn't necessarily do that with. That's basically because our lizard brain is like telling us that we are in danger of not reproducing mm-hmm. or starving or mm, you know, right, not being right, safe. Yeah, yeah, so that's, that's what puts this un- us in this kind mm-hmm. of like this alert Excuse state mm-hmm. of fucking wanting to get out there and, right, and do it. Yeah, yeah, and when yeah. you understand that, so, so I, w- I was talking to this. I was, okay, talk- yeah, yeah. I was talking to this girl just uh-huh. before I went to Asia. Just before I went to Asia, I was talking to this girl, right? Uh-huh. Um, and she was. Um, she asked. She asked me out for coffee. Like literally, she's in the book. Actually, you'll fucking read about that. <laughs> and she read the chapter. Are we name dropping or should I just? Is that a she, she was. She was called Grace. Okay, okay cool. <clears throat> she was. Um, yeah, she was called Grace. Uh, Grace. I can't remember what her second name was. Actually, Norman or some shit. But um, yeah. So basically, she. Um, she read the chapter and she, she we, we basically like unfollowed each, like I unfollowed her like months before <laughs> she was just being a dickhead but right, right. yeah she um Absolutely. she wasn't she wasn't being a very nice like person she was kind of trying to manipulate a situation right, yeah, and I could see straight through it and mm-hmm. you know at the end of the day like we just we just didn't see eye to eye which is the mm-hmm. main thing um but nevertheless anyway so she was um we, we had a conversation about it like a really open conversation which kind of mm-hmm made us both realize that we like it's pointless us talking because we're so different right and mm-hmm. we're on completely different levels so she basically had broke up with her with her boyfriend and she said and, and then, then she, she asked me to go for coffee right and i was like she's never asked me to go out for, I'd, I'd asked her out a couple of times beforehand which i'll admit right mm-hmm. but she um like she just kind of like played it off and just like not being interested um and then she obviously she started dating this guy and then after this after this guy she literally as soon as she as soon as she kind of finished with this guy like, um, or even a little bit later, actually, I think it was after she kind of um, sort of like like saw a couple of people, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, she she asked me out for a, a coffee, right? And I thought, do you know what it is? And I, you'll read it in the book, mate. To be fair, um, <laughs> which which is called Parallel, and it's available now at a shop that found it. Can't get my teeth into it. <laughs> but yeah, she she um she basically like it was it was out of her character 
to, mm. to say that and to just, to just ask me the day before I was going to Asia. So what I said, do you know what it is? Me, me flatmate, kit, me flatmate was just coming in from work at like three o'clock in the morning. I said, yeah. Rosie, Rosie, come here. I, I want to fucking, uh, I want to ask you something. Told her the story and she was like, yeah, that doesn't seem right. Like that doesn't seem like, it doesn't seem like, uh, like, like the type of thing that someone who's thinking logically would do. Yeah. So I had to what decline- time did you get the message? What, like three in the morning? Nah, I got it like, I was like watching, um, it was quite late, actually. It mm. was like one o'clock or something stupid like that. So she could have been pissed as well. Do you yeah, know what I mean? yeah, you know, it's like lonely hours. <clears throat> lonely hours, exactly, mm. mate. And I, I was just like, nah, fuck that, man. I know this game. Like, a, a younger Scott would have been like, fucking right up. Let's go for a, <laughs> let's go for a fucking coffee, mate. And then we'll go out for drinks afterwards. And you never coffee. know. You Good do one. not know what's going to happen when fucking muskets on the bar. <laughs> when, when young shut. muskets on the bar. <laughs> shut, shut. But, um, but mock at a shot in fucking <laughs> yeah. 30 minutes. But um, nah, man, I, I declined it, and then um, and then we kept on talking and stuff, and I knew, I knew deep down that, and to be honest with you, like I thought originally, I thought, which was the most kind of like the most annoying thing, I thought she was she, she's got like a masters in some fucking like mad thing, like I think it was, I can't remember what the fucking it was, English literature or some bollocks, right? That's cool. Okay, so no, she, it is no, she's, she's, a, she's, she's an educated thinker, woman, she's right? Educated. She's an educated woman, academic. We had some good conversations, right? Sure, sure. But then when it comes to emotional intelligence. Mm. She was she was completely oblivious, like, mm. and, and I know I know. It's not sexy. <clears throat> Do you know what they say about like women being like four years ahead of guys or something, like eight years ahead of guys or whatever shit, right? Do they say that? I don't know, but that, that's like the thing. Like, supposedly <laughs> right, right, women okay. are more mature in regards mm. to emotional, um, yeah, emotional. Okay, yeah, I can kind of see that actually. Yeah, because <clears throat> while, while, while guys are like flashbacks, com- yeah, <laughs> <laughs> flashbacks. <laughs> he's like he's like going through trauma right now. <laughs> but, um, see my eyes. But whilst um, like whilst. Whilst guys are like competing on a physical front, right, mm-hmm. and on like on other kind of areas, women are just kind of observing and just like seeing how things play out, and they understand like how things how mm. things are far deeper than guys do, yep. and that's why yep. they probably understand things. Like we, there's probably women listening to this now who are just like, we know, man, we, we, know, know, we know, you guys are fucking idiots. We play you, <laughs> we play you oh, guys man, like fucking flutes all the time. <laughs> you little bitches. Do they know? Um, we know. They don't know we know. They do now. They do now. Yeah, but they honestly, man, like women are fucking incredible, man. They are, they are incredible, and they don't yeah, even yeah, know. Yeah, for they, sure. Yeah, I they can, do it without us even fucking. Like we don't even. They've got the power, man. I can they've think of so power. many times I've just realised. Yeah, girls just know. It's like intu- intuition and things, yeah. and and all these things. Like sometimes it just goes over my head, and I think it's just you know, I, it's difficult to say. I I like to see life simply and choose to. Yeah, but they they don't choose to see it. They just do. I mean, everyone's different, man. We're, like, obviously, you know, every every woman is different and unique in her own in her own way. I'm having an existential crisis right now. Oh, what's sorry? <laughs> an existential crisis. I'm just in my cough. <laughs> just completely like everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. Fucking like, w- w- women are incredible, and yeah, for sure. you know, men are incredible as well in their own little way. But um, yeah. So she she was completely emotionally. Just fucking like honestly, man. Like she, she did. She didn't understand. Like she, she said this one thing, right? Which it boiled my blood at the time. But now I'm just looking back. I'm like, it just shows like how how completely oblivious to are you are to to like other people. Like just just like like you must be so mm-hmm. like. Nevertheless, she basically said, "I was I was putting more consideration into you, right?" Which basically, like she said, she basically said that she wanted to have a little bit of fun with some of the guys. And then she actually wanted to get to know me and put more consideration into me. But from my standpoint, what that says to me, are you getting the same thing? <laughs> yeah, it's considering. It's, it's a bit backhanded. Isn't it? It's like considering. I'm like, I'm not being funny, love, right? But yeah, for a, yeah, you've, you've went to university and you've got a master's. In, but, 
put it this way, I know mm. a lot of people who've went to university. Mm-hmm. It wasn't quite for me. I didn't go to uni. Mm. But I fully fucking respect anyone who went to university and got an mm. actual, like, a, a bachelor's degree. Mm-hmm. Never mind actually going further and getting a mm-hmm. master's and yeah, actually sure. specialising. Massive fucking respect. However, like, what in her fucking right mind... <laughs> What honestly, like I love, I love her to answer that question. I just, I just gave up on the conversation. <laughs> you, know, you know what it is, and I can go full circle. Yeah, sales. <laughs> <laughs> That's this it, is, mate. This is positioning. That's what it is. It's like sales positioning. You know, she, you know, you're, you're what she wants to obtain. Yeah. And and her way of obtaining you is by taking a position or a stance on the matter, which is you know transparent, which is sometimes appreciated, sometimes not, depending on how you approach yeah. it. But um, but yeah, I, didn't, yeah. I don't sell myself though. Like no, I, no, I, don't, not... I, I don't sell myself on purpose. And I'll and tell you why. Did you know indifference is a uh, sales tool as well? What's that? Indifference. Indifference is a sales tool. Differ- differentiation is one of the fucking the strongest sales tools out there. Ah. No matter whether you're in business or whatever. But the thing, the thing which that the the question that I'd love to ask her to mm. kind of so two points. The first thing, well, the thing I'd love to ask her is what the fuck? Like anyone, <laughs> anybody who says I was putting more consideration into you as if like you've got, like, the choice of the fucking world is an arsehole. Mm-hmm. Like, just, they just don't understand, man. Yeah. Like, you can't, you can't make someone, like, especially mm. if you're wanting to make someone feel special, you don't say, oh, I, w- I, w- I was going to, like, I was going to choose you out of everybody. It just doesn't make any sense, man. You yeah. just don't, you don't say that shit. Yeah, At least you, to me, you, anyway. That's just my personal opinion, but, do you know what I mean? I mean, I, to, yeah, to an extent, I, I definitely agree with what you're saying. Uh, I, I, can, I can understand the reason why she's done it like that. And I yeah. think she's definitely had an intention and possibly not, you know, Played it off as smoothly as it could have gone. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I think she's just put a foot in her mouth. Yeah. On this occasion, but it's a good learning opportunity, nonetheless. It's a good learning opportunity, <laughs> which I hope she's learned from. And Grace, yeah. if you're listening, yeah, I hope you're having a beautiful, beautiful ch- Wednesday, Tuesday, whatever fucking Tuesday. Yeah, whatever day it is. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the the next thing, what, what was that? What was I going to say? What was I going to say? Shit. I even thought about. That was a really good point as well. I've just completely. Fu- I've put my fucking foot in my mouth now. <laughs> That's such a good phrase. Fucked it. Um. <clears throat> okay, we were going back. We were talking about um, oh, your man talking about sustainable clothing and not to save yeah. the planet. We were talking about lizard brains. That's it. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I really tried. No, 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 mate, mate, it was like on the tip of my tongue. I was like, ah, there's so many stuff on the tip of my tongue. When I get to bed tonight, I'm just gonna be like, oh, like all this <laughs> yeah, shit. Ping. But um, no, nah, yeah. But it's it's a massive thing, and if if you actually you understand, it. if you understand like mm. why you do certain things, yep. then you can you can kind of like notice that it's happening. Yeah, you can and control then, it. Because I mean, if you, if if you do if you if you constantly act out of instinct, like all I want to do is just shag, like shag, eat. fucking eat, and and, and fucking and, and and be safe and like be mm. in this tribe thing. Yeah. If you always want to shag people, like shag things, and you're going to end up just like sleeping with people and like doing like making decisions sexually that you probably would rather not in a in a, mm-hmm. in, a, in, a, in a logical in a, when when thinking logically in regards to eating obviously fucking like eating's kind of not relevant in regards to this particular situation and like discussion yeah, but sure. the, the whole safety food. thing as well it's true mate i've just had the biggest fucking meal mm. in my entire life man it was oh. amazing eggs and chicken and all that sort of shit mm. but um in regards to the the safety thing as well if you are constantly looking to be part of a tribe and part of like looking for inclusion all the mm-hmm. time right and looking for that kind of that um that kind of like fucking, I don't know, like that that buy-in from people, like saying, mm-hmm. oh, like 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 trying to be liked all the time. Mm-hmm. You're never going to do anything. That's like yeah, out of the okay, box. yeah, yeah. I'm with you on that. Yeah, I can see where you're coming from. Yeah, that's a big thing. People put themselves out, and it's like it, it comes back because ironically, it's it's a selfish thing, but you're not being selfish by doing it. Yeah, if you know what I mean. 
you know, you're trying to be included and in, in all these things and trying to get things done and, and, and meet people and, and go places. And you forget about yourself. Yeah. You know, it's your selfish brain being unselfish, which makes you forget to be selfish sometimes, which is actually important. Yeah. And, and, and you know, survival and, and learning about yourself too. You know, like I say, yeah. in terms of, you know, where, where, where that person made that sort of remark about, you know, meeting up and having a coffee and the consideration thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got to really be able to know when you're doing things like that. And if you're not sort of selfish and give yourself the time to look inward, you don't notice when you do these things. So it's really important. Like self-reflection is massive. You know what I mean? Yeah. I kind of went off there. I, that, that made so much sense in my head. <laughs> so, well, it, sounded, it sounded brilliant as well on here, so on, on here, Benjamin. Fucking brilliant, man. But um, yeah, man, it's uh, go, going back to kind of your brand and stuff. The, that, that, that's, that's the main thing. We, we are just going off on like kind of tangents and stuff, but the, that was such waffle. the main thing, the main, the main thing is not to lead with, um, with this like idea that we're going to change the world and stuff. That can be in there, like that can be in like the overall strategy. It's like a byproduct, really. Yeah, it's a byproduct. Yeah, but the thing, the the thing, like the thing that you need, you need to be giving people is so you're not you're not telling the fact of making the world a better place. Do you know? Do you know? Like for example, why you why we give charity, like why people give money to people on the streets and shit, make themselves feel good. They don't give a big boss that person needs it, mm-hmm. although they might say that, mm-hmm. they might say that to themselves. Mm-hmm. But at the very core. At the very fucking core, mm-hmm, whether mm-hmm. you like, whether you understand it or you accept it or not, the reason that we do those things is because it makes us feel good. Yeah, and this is the, this is the same reason. It makes me fucking cringe sometimes. On uh, and I've I've probably did it in the past as well, like years and years and years ago before I actually start getting a bit more switched onto it. Mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. people who like like say for example when I helped that old man in the who fell down, and I took him to the hospital. Oh yeah, Jackson. <laughs> yeah, like the fucking like the, the fact that I'm saying this now is quite contradictory, but. What I'm trying to point across is like people who do something just mm-hmm. to share it on social media, mm-hmm. like that is like they can do that if they want to. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely fine. But I think reading, reading the first thing I'd read into that type of person is they don't really give a fuck. Like they are literally, they will do anything to get a little bit of a little bit of recognition. Yeah, it's and like it shows a real fame, isn't it? it shows it a real character flaw. <clears throat> I think well, not it's, a character flaw. Yeah, but like, it's interesting that as well because you see it all the time. And and people are so wise to it. You wonder why people still do it. But they still like it though. They still yeah, like it. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't it's know like what it is. Clapping fucking monkeys, like yeah. do you know what I mean? It's a strange one. But in terms of you know getting getting something from everything, I mean that's why I put it into clothes because I figured you know I love clothes, um, and I mo- most people do you know, and it's something that if I can go and buy a shirt, make myself feel good, and you know help planet at the same time, yeah, then that's like a win-win. Yeah. And that's that's really what I wanted to put across, like I say, and then um and like you say, everything else that happens is a byproduct of it. Would vegans be would vegans be into this this uh Yeah, yeah, you know, for sure, because there was um there was something I wanted to do specifically, you know, tailored to, you know, the vegan demographic, if you will. Yeah. That sort of is is inclusive of everybody, you know, there's no sort of everything would be unisex. There's no there's no gender gender profiling or anything like that, you know, it's just a t shirt. If you've got a if you've got a torso, then it's probably for you pants if you've got legs it's for you or whatever and yeah. even if you're a baby you know we can go into like baby things and stuff and uh, yeah. backpacks things for travelers things that people will use and, and can reuse as well and uh and that's really what i wanted to sort of do the main the main thing like if all i can say is what i would do and what what really helped me with clementine house is we went extremely laser focused at the very beginning mm. and doing one thing really mm. really fucking well yeah so yeah, yeah. Find something which is find something which you can do better than anyone else, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. within that within that area. Yeah, and then be be known as the person for that. Every single large business ever, apart from like these ones who have like been, uh, apart from like there's going to be a couple of outliers, but the likes of Nike mm-hmm. started with. Um, and I always use Nike and Apple as an example because mm-hmm. the biggest companies in the world yeah, and they've got such a massive range of product, mm-hmm. but they both started with one very niche product and that mm-hmm. was for Nike, it was running shoes. Mm-hmm. And for yep. Apple, they literally just built 50 computers for a little computer store down the road and that's what they've done. Mm-hmm. They focused on doing one thing absolutely perfectly mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then once you're in, the, t- once you're in the, the customer's mind for that one thing, afterwards, yeah. people can start saying, right, okay, they've done that really well Guess what? I bet the fucking backpacks are good as well. Yeah, I bet yeah, the fucking yeah. the jerseys are good as well. Mm-hmm. And that's how you start building the brand. That's how you start doing it. That's great insight, and that's really true. You know, as it's well. tr- it's true, man. But so <laughs> many people so forget about pick it. one thing and do well. It's like you know, one thing. It's like jack of all trades, master of none, sort of thing. Isn't bullshit. It? Yeah, absolute bullshit. I, I get I get clients sometimes who come and I I <clears throat> I respect anyone who's trying to start a business because I've been there and I know how fucking hard it is, mm-hmm. and I've. You know, fucking, I've, I've started two businesses. The first one was far harder than this one simply because I didn't understand. Like, I'm, I'm literally trying to pass on mm-hmm. those struggles because mm-hmm. the, the watches, like this watch here, like the reason that this didn't take off is because I, I wasn't niche enough. It was the, it was the reason. I, was, I remember when I was sitting down in um, Costa in mm-hmm. Trinity Square. I remember the fucking exact moment that had happened when the business was literally done. Mm-hmm. Done by a decision well, right, that right. we made, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Sat there with, um, Sarah, who was doing like our kind of like marketing and stuff, um, Craig, Craig Holsborough, and Robbie Ham, who I'm really good friends with now. I'm the godson to his, um, I'm, the, I'm the godfather to his god to his, to his uh, son. Amazing. Um, he, who I still haven't seen by the way, who I need to fucking meet. <laughs> <laughs> but Robbie's never fucking here. He's always in London, so I can't fucking see him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but nevertheless, anyway, we, I remember the decision that we, that we that we made that we would make our marketing message more brief because originally we would be we were targeting high highly ambitious individuals people who went the extra mile people who worked until two o'clock in the morning right mm-hmm. yep and my logic was wait a second if we're going to get more customers then surely we would have to make our message more broad yeah yeah complete fucking opposite mate because when you make your message more broad people don't give a fuck mm-hmm. when you make it very niche and very specific that's when people feel like you're talking to them right yeah yeah totally with you no, honestly anyone who doesn't listen to that piece of advice if you're listening now and you're a fucking business owner if you don't take that advice and at least entertain it, you fuck. Because honestly, it just doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. as much as much as I'd love it to work the other way, mm-hmm. it doesn't work like that. And I've I, and I can say that not from not in the fact that like I'm some sort of fucking like multimillionaire or whatever, like a multimillionaire or whatever. But what I, what I can say is, I've t- I've taken that approach, and I, I literally fucking cried myself to sleep for fucking two weeks because my hmm. business fucked, and I thought mm-hmm. I had to work a nine to five for the rest of my life. <laughs> And then I actually learned through reading books from like the likes of like Seth Gordon and um and like looking like listening to Gary Vaynerchuk and reading yeah, books yeah. from Simon Sinek and stuff and a wealth of other fucking authors from reading stuff like that and actually understanding the fucking like what it actually takes for a business to stand out in this fucking noisy marketplace that we're in. You need to have the bollocks to fucking do something different and fucking stand up and actually like be proud of it mm-hmm. and not try to be like everyone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Honestly, it's really, man. it's really good insight as well. You know, it's so easy to get swept away in. You know, we're a company; we can do it all. We do this, we do that. <clears throat> and you're right. You know, it's like it's like the funnel approach almost, but like it's almost backwards, isn't it? It's almost like a backwards funnel. You start with one tiny point, yeah. and then you get wider and wider and wider. Like Yankee mm. candles, mate. Do you know how Yankee candles started? Don't know how to start. 
a little kid started making candles for his mum. Mm-hmm. Both for bill- like over a billion dollars in 2013 wow. or something. Started making candles for yeah, his mum. huge. Then his neighbours yeah. wanted some, uh-huh. and uh-huh. then it grew from there. What, over a billion quid. I'm pretty sure it was over a billion quid. People over love candles. Mate, candles fucking <laughs> incredible. Have you saw these? See these little bad boys? These little bad boy samples right now? What are these? Mate. These are interesting. A, okay, this, talk this to me. New, this is a new project. Okay, it's funny you should say that. Go on, I'll let you no, tell you me about your You crack on first and I'll tell you mine. You show your hand first. <laughs> <laughs> Been here before. Okay, so I'm, I'm working with uh, another side project. Is actually I'm working with, um, you might have heard of it. I think some of the viewers may. I don't know what your stance are on it. Um, one of the real housewives of Cheshire, she's called Tanya Bardot. Um, so Emma, my girlfriend at the minute, her sister is a business partner of Tanya's. And, um, and she's a really amazing person. And, uh, and Kitty is too, the, uh, the person she works with, Emma's sister. And um, they've just launched into candles. Right. The reason behind them, the message, is basically that whatever these candles signify, that's what you know, you're meant to sense when you light it. That's what you think. Inspiration, meditation. Yeah. There's loads of different sort of, there's different variations. And they're, and they're meant to sort of enhance your feelings of that thing. So every time you burn it, you know, it reinforces that positive vibe. Yeah. And, that, and that's what they're really about. So I've currently got um, 4,000 <laughs> sitting ready to go. So, I mean, I don't know what your audience are like, but if anybody was ever interested in things like that, yeah. can let me know and, I can, um, and we can put something together, no problem at all. But okay, um, they're going to they're gonna fly. They're really cool. And the message is great. Yeah, sweet, man. This, um, so this, this little project is basically... These are interesting. Mate, it's a. It's I need a bit. closer look, but I can't leave the mic. Right. Oh, so they move. It's a. <laughs> I'll, I'll pass you one over. Okay. The one that I think I'm going to use, but it's literally just a bottle. Like, it's literally just a bottle for, um, like, samples, right? Mm-hmm. But the idea behind it is around on the YouTube channel, we basically said that we were going to start a business mm-hmm. because, because essentially, as, as, a like. crea- as a creative industry, as a creative agency, right? We are literally, like, asked all the time, like, Okay, like, like, what, what experience do oh, you have? Like, pops as well. <laughs> why, why do you, um, why, like, why can you give me this? Why can you give me this advice? What gives you the right to give me this advice? But I said, do you know what it is? I'm sick of getting asked to this, asked this fucking question, right? Mm. I've obviously had uh, Lancaster Roberts and Emmett and Scott in the past, which was a retail company, like, like, obviously, like a watch company, mm. but mm. like, I, like that obviously didn't go. Like, it broke even pretty much, so it wasn't like a massive failure, but okay. it wasn't exactly a massive yeah, success yeah, either. True. So. They are fully within their right to say, you haven't got a fucking clue what you're talking about. Although I'm 100% confident that I fucking do because I see it every day and I see clients actually using this and mm. utilizing this, the, the, not the things that I've made up, but the things that I've read that I just passed them on. All, I'm, all I literally am is a funnel from I've read all these fucking books because I'm just fucking boring and I just, I just enjoy that sort of mm. shit. And oh, I'm with you, mate. No, no, there's nothing boring about books. They ask me a question. I just tell them the fucking answer from the likes of what Seth Gordon said or mm-hmm. all these fucking great thinkers, right? Yep. Yep. I'm not a great thinker. I'm just a recorder that just fucking spurts out this message, right? So, to shut all those motherfuckers up, <laughs> <laughs> I basically have been simmering away with this idea mm-hmm. of basically coming up with a company mm-hmm. to, to basically just sell, sell products, right? Mm-hmm. So, the idea is buy a dome, right? Or buy, I, haven't, I haven't thinked yet. I've bought the domain, buy a dome. So, B-I-O-D-O-M-M-E, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so the whole idea is I read an article I was speaking to a guy called Roger Dooley mm-hmm. who's a neuromarketing scientist right and he basically one of his articles said um, I, read, I read his book Brainfluence which is fucking incredible by the mm-hmm. way it's like okay. all about how neuromarketing can help persuade customers 
fucking amazing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, any, anyone who's like got Audible, like download it. It's like seven quid, and it's going to fucking help you make a lot more than that. So just, just mm-hmm. download it. Good investment. Um, so I read his, I read his, read his book. Got interested in his articles and read that. Um, different smells have been proven to either to encourage your cognitive processes to act in favorable ways. So, for mm-hmm. example, yep. the likes of I've got it all written down and stuff on my on my laptop, but I can't be asked to fucking get it. <laughs> but like the likes yeah, of yeah. the likes of um, vanilla and orange, for example, mm-hmm. can help calm like people calm, like yep. can help people become more relaxed. Yeah, that's sure. where that's where they are. That that's why they are generally used in the likes of like um, doctors, like doctors waiting rooms and mm-hmm. dentists waiting rooms and stuff like that. The likes of lavender is supposed to be very good for helping you sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and studies have actually proven that this like. That, that, that it actually exposure helps. to it yeah. is gonna sort of have it. It helps, right? So this is effect. the this is this is the selling point, right? Okay, that's what the entire brand's gonna be about. Biodome, like an actual biodome, is a place where people like a place where um it's a it's a well engineered environment for things to grow, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that is basically the um that's that's essentially the whole idea behind it, creating the environment mm-hmm. for you to grow and be at your very best, like getting an amazing sleep. Mm-hmm. And having, like, for example, um, like the likes of, um, fucking certain smells and stuff like, uh, like cinnamon, for example, and you know other certain smells. I can't, I can't fucking twirl them off right now, right here, right now. I wish I had my fucking laptop like open and ready to go. But certain smells on your desk to inspire creativity, if that's mm-hmm. something, mm-hmm. or logical thinking, or clarity of mind, mm-hmm. things like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. To I'm essentially totally help you get the most out of your day and grow as a person. Mm-hmm. So that's the whole idea of the entire brand. I love it. I think it's great. That's, that's really it. cool. Like you know, the, all these little things, and it, it's just, it's just little minor tweaks here and there. Once you, once you get you know good at what you it's do, positioning mate. Yeah, brand positioning mate. For sure. But I mean, like as a, as a potential consumer, you know, that's what I want to do. I'm I'm now at the point where I feel like I use my time as, to the best of my ability. Anything that can amplify or encourage me to do yeah. any better within you know the realms of what I'm already doing is is welcome. Yeah, exactly, mate. Exactly, and it's it's one of those things For where. Sure. Could could someone go out and buy a diffuser? Which you you could go on. I could go on fucking Amazon right now, and I could buy a fucking lavender diffuser and put it next to my bed without a shadow of a doubt. But people don't buy like people people don't buy Nike t-shirts or Nike um, or Apple. Well, Apple's probably a bit of a bad example, obviously, because obviously computers is not a great deal of massive companies around. But mm. a more kind of commodity product is you know like, like um, activewear, for example. Mm. Could someone buy a, a t-shirt or t- to work out in? Which is less expensive than a night than a night T-shirt and just as good quality, mm-hmm. without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, without right. a shadow of a doubt. So why do people still buy Nike? Because Nike has a message which resonates with that person. As I said before, people don't buy shit. Like for example, in sales, people don't just buy things from a salesperson that they that they just fucking that, that they don't really care about unless the price is just ridiculously fucking good. Yeah, you can't turn away from it. But yeah, yeah, um, they buy I'm, they buy people and they could even well, pay, they often pay more. To deal with someone who understands their story, yep, who absolutely. they feel safe with, who yep. they feel, you know, who, all that sort it of satisfies shit. Satisfies the needs. Exactly, mate. Exactly. Someone, yeah. who, someone who they can see themselves in. Mm-hmm. They can see themselves in the Nike, in the Nike fucking messaging, mm-hmm. in, the, in the Yankee kind of messaging, all that shit, right? Mm-hmm. So that's basically it. So we're going to go dead fucking niche with the marketing. Like, I'm literally just getting samples now. I'm actually going over to Beijing mm-hmm. um, in June, which was originally, this is even fucking crazy mm-hmm. story. Crazy, crazy story. Yeah. Um, which yeah, I'm going over to Beijing anyway, so we're going to look at some suppliers and stuff for for, mm-hmm. uh, for different 
um, for boxes and stuff to make so it like weird. make the opening experience incredible. Yeah. But I'm going to Beijing to see a girl, man. I'm going to see this girl who I met in wow. Shanghai when I was going to Asia. Mental, mate. That's for real. Big steps. <laughs> <laughs> Big steps. Are you taking your brothers? I'm going to take my brothers, man. Okay. I'm not going to have time for that. <laughs> <laughs> see my hands going up right now. No, that's cool, man. You've got to take these steps over. I think, you know, I'm, I'm totally with you. It's, it's the steps you don't take that, yeah. you know, you'll only look back at. More, more power to you, Scott. You go, man. You go and get the girl. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. She's, she, she's incredible, man. Like, I talked mm. about all the time. And fucking hell, man. Like, it's, it's, it's one of those things where, like, like, when I actually went to Asia and, like, traveled around Asia and stuff, mm. um, I was, like, fucking... I didn't know what to expect. And from, 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 that, um, from that journey, like, I saw loads and loads of shit, right? Like, loads of incredible things which have, like, humbled me and um, put me in a position where, like, I really have to think about, like, put others before myself, like, in, like quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, like, for example, like, in Bali, I was fucking homeless at one point because my Airbnb kicked me out mm-hmm. for being a fucking, for being too loud or something <laughs> on the night and complaining about the shower because I'd only fucking splurted out um, cold brown water. <laughs> I was like, has someone shit in my water? <laughs> and they kicked me out for that. Like, they kicked me out. So I was in the middle of Bali, like, completely fucking homeless. Oh, my God. Had to hop on the back of this fucking, uh, this bike of this random guy who I, li- I literally just said, listen, mate, can you take me to a hotel? It's like 12 o'clock at night. There's earthquakes happening in the middle of the fucking night. I'm like, I need to get, get, get going somewhere, man. Little tiny things like that. But the thing that I mm. learned most from that whole experience was how to say no mm. to shit. Mm-hmm. And you do not fucking understand how powerful that is, man. Mm-hmm. How powerful saying fucking no is. And I'm not even just saying that for like, just because we're on the podcast or whatever, mm-hmm. but um, uh, like just, just saying no. Like for example, my two friends, my two German friends who I went away with, I actually went away with three, but he'd like left by now. Um, he went to like Vietnam or whatever. Um, they were like saying, oh, we're, go- we're going surfing. We're going surfing in Bali. Me, I'm not being funny, but sit- like <laughs> surfing or writing a fucking book? Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Like there's no fucking like... No one in the right mind would fucking rather sit and write a fucking book, right? I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> Mate, no one would in the right mind would sit there and write a fucking book as opposed to fucking... Yeah, I'll be on the ways. Yeah. I'll be on... Like, honestly, in my Nine right times mind... times out of ten. It depends on what you got to do. But it was like a muscle, man. It was like yeah. a muscle. Like, I was literally saying, like, the constant thing that I was thinking about myself, they were constantly asking me because they didn't want me to, to be away. Mm-hmm. Like, in Asia. I was in Asia and in Japan and all that sort of shit. They would be going to like these amazing places to like see these amazing temples. And I, don't get us wrong, I did see some amazing things while I was out there. Mm. But I also developed the developed the resist the resilience to like say, "Thank you for the offer, yeah." But I'm gonna get my fucking shit done. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And that that honestly is one of the fucking biggest turning points, man. And mm-hmm. it's helped me become, I'd probably say, ten times more efficient mm-hmm. in my mm-hmm. in my daily organization. It's um, it's allowed. It's powerful. It's, it's I'm so you powerful. Know, I've, I've, I think I've recently discovered that as well because you know, at the the uh, tender age of twenty four is what I am I'm now. Twenty four. I'm twenty four. I'm twenty five on Friday. You're a wise. You're a wise man for twenty four or twenty five. Wise man for twenty five. It's um, I'm getting there to to be old and wise, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be young and crazy. Yeah, that's it, mate. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think I'm 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 going the, the right direction. I think. That's that's what I'm mainly concerned about is you know like you know success is is a big word thrown about a lot and it's not really position that you stand in but as long as it's direction you're going in what a success what a success well this is it I mean to certain people it, it's totally different things it's a it's a really vague word at times as well changes man you know I was talking to that bird about this the other day yeah. she, she said like oh her her version of success when she was at like uni and stuff like trying to um like try trying to be as successful as possible in her career mm-hmm. success isn't defined by a fucking by how it much ain't money a number. you make? It's not a number. Sure. It's, it's 
sometimes it's a feeling. I think success yeah. is sometimes a feeling. Definitely, I I felt success a few times recently, and and you know it's motivating. But you don't, you, you know, to get there, you do have to make sacrifices sometimes, and it is saying Always no. Have to make sacrifices. You know, it is saying no when it's when it's no bullshit. It's like FOMO is a real thing. You had a FOMO? FOMO? Yeah, no. fear of missing out. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've heard of that <laughs> shit. Man. I, mean, I haven't like, used it for a long time though. <laughs> it's just something that came up the other day, and I realized how poignant it is because you know you do feel like you're missing out, especially if you're like, I mean, I'm super extrovert and I love getting out. Yeah. And uh, and I'm outgoing and stuff, but sometimes you you know you've got a, you've got to switch on. Yeah. Because uh, if you don't do it now, when will you do it? And cut out the shit. Yeah, and cut out the shit. That's a big thing. That's it, man. We're still learning. Still learning. Mate, look. I am loading. Mate, it's <laughs> it's one of those things. Like I'm, I'm, I'm like thinking about now, and I don't mean this in like patronising way whatsoever. But twenty, what was I doing? Twenty five. Twenty five was literally when I first. I think I first started three or four years ago was when I first started the watch company, mm-hmm. and I was I first started thinking about being an entrepreneur and mm-hmm. am I cut out for this type of shit? Mm-hmm. Am I, can I actually do it? Mm-hmm. And back then. I felt like I was trying to juggle so much shit. I was trying to keep up with social media. I was constantly checking my phone. I was, I was trying to be um, active on all these different platforms to, you know, for, the, for the brand and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was just getting pull, pulled from pillar to post. I was mm. working so much, mm. but I was getting fucking shit all done. I was getting mm. nothing done and everything was getting rushed. And I, I, I wasn't taking my time because I was, I was in such a rush to get out of the 9 till 5 or the fucking what was like eight till seven back then what in the car trade because it was yeah, just crazy yeah, yeah. crazy hours um like i was just so adamant to get out of it and so mm. eager that i was just like oh, if i just work my ass off if i just work my ass off as much as possible and just work my dick off then i fucking like at some point the, it's got to give and it just doesn't because it isn't about that it's not about working hard it's about working smart mm-hmm. and actually understanding how things work mm-hmm. and not just like obviously you've got to have the work ethic mm-hmm. like you've got like I feel personally, oh, this is just my humble opinion, and people can like it a lot bit. I don't really give a fuck. Like, mm-hmm. I really don't, because like, it works for me, and I get out. Yeah, living, for sure. I'm living a life, man, right now that I never thought ever would be possible. Mm-hmm. Like, having, like, being able to fucking um, take my fucking family, like, to fucking Italy for like, like a week mm-hmm. or whatever. Being able to send my mum and my grand to fucking the spa just, just for things. I didn't yeah, have the money for that shit before. Yeah, yeah, I didn't have the sure. money for that shit before. Being able to. Have fucking like I went with to a a really boring fucking meeting with a financial advisor, and when I actually when I actually mentioned to her, I don't give a fuck about money. I don't tell anybody how much I make because if I if I told people how much I make on a on a monthly or a yearly basis, people wouldn't treat people would treat me completely differently. Mm. I don't want that, especially girls as well. Like there's there's a couple of like the I've, I've had a, a lot of girls over the last or women in the last um sort of three four months or whatever. When they when they kind of get a sense, like mm-hmm. only some, like some girls are just really fucking switched on, and obviously they they're not interested in that type of thing whatsoever, which I really respect. Yeah, yeah, sure. But some some women and some people out even as well, like just people. Yeah, as soon as they get the sense that like you're doing well, yeah. they are fucking all over it. They are mm. all over that shit. I don't want anyone to fucking know how well I'm doing. So as mm. far as everyone's fucking concerned, I make ten pound a fucking month, and that's it. <laughs> that's it. I'm struggling, bitch. It's hard out here. <laughs> yeah, man. It's fucking like success. Oh, it's a serious thing, though. Yeah, it does. It does. You know, it's like uh, you, you see through different lenses, um, and it, it's crazy though. But I think the reason you have so much sort of like respect for yourself and respect for the for the grind and what you do is because you didn't start with it. Yeah, you started, you know, fairly basic. You know, from from zero, from fuck the ground, on, from you know, ground floor. Absolutely, fuck and, all. Uh, and that's the only way you ever learn. You know, that that's you. You've got to make mistakes. And you've got to do things, and you've got to test the waters. 
Yeah. Um, no, but respect, man, for, for whatever you do now, you can see, you, you don't need to say it, you know, people can yeah. see it. That's the difference, and that's sort of the approach, you know, I think it's wise to take. That's the thing, man. Before when I had the watch company, it was mm. literally all about, oh, I could, like, if something good happened for the business, like mm. if something happened, I was, all, I was getting out shit on, out on social media now as much as possible. Now, I literally like, when I'm having conversations with people, mm. like I tell people, like I, I literally don't tell them shit because I know for a fine fact that they, they're either going to look at me like I'm fucking bragging because mm. like, I'm, but, but I'm not, like I'm just literally telling them how just it talking. is. Yeah, yeah, sure. And, the the reason the reason that it sounds like that I'm that I'm being like um like arrogant or bragging is because they may have limitations in regards to their thinking, which are the exact same limitations that I had previously before mm-hmm. before I actually th- thought wait a second if I do this a little bit differently, that's going to make this happen, mm-hmm. and that's going to make this works. So I'm going to do more of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's push some fucking chips on that side, and then what if I do this? That doesn't really work. Shit, I lost some money there. What if this works? And then you fucking, you just find this little formula, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. eventually gets you up to a fucking nice fucking, nice situation. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Which yeah. is £10 a month. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> £10 a month, mate. Any, uh, any, any donations, please. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to, but yeah, it's fucking. Um, it's a crazy world though. I mean, but at the same time, it, it comes at a cost and things like that. You know, people who just think it comes to you, it doesn't. doesn't. It's like, I, I was in this, my, one of my directors, um, Paul, um, Telling us like Steve Jobs a little bit small and, um, <laughs> and, and alive. Um, <laughs> he basically said wow. it's like the. Um, wow, wow. It's, it's, you know, it's factual. <laughs> um, it is. Oh, shit. Yeah. He was talking about this sort of thing called like, the, it's like a magnet theory. So, like, people think about the law of attraction and this amazing law that if I think positively and I breathe deeply, good things will come. And you're probably wrong. <laughs> you're reason, definitely fucking wrong the, re- the reason you're wrong is or I'm not saying you as an individual listener right now but the, you know masses who believe this are wrong is because you know it, it doesn't land on your doorstep but the way it does work is you know this magnet theory so you know the polarity of a magnet you know you have to take a magnet close to whatever it is it's trying to, trying to attract as soon as you get close to it and you push towards it that's when you find the magnet kicks in and it'll come to you as well. Then yeah. it'll bridge the gap. But you first must go towards whatever it is you want yeah. and take steps and be proactive about it. I do believe in it in a sense. I do, like, I, do, I do believe in it in a sense. I just don't think, like, I think, I think like, the whole, oh, shit, I just knocked the fucking mic. I, I think this whole, like, idea of, like, the secret and shit. The reason I don't believe the secret, right, I read about fucking 10 pages of it. And then by the 10th page, I was just like, this isn't for me. I think mm-hmm. this is bullshit. I'm not, I'm not going to waste the time anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say that it might, like, it might help someone else. At the end of the day, what I strongly mm. believe in is you need to be able to, like, you should not feel shit about bringing, like, taking motivation mm. from anything. Mm-hmm. anything. Yeah, yeah, 100%. One, 100, 110 fucking percent. Because yeah, I yeah. know for a fine fact that there was, there was a girl, right? And I know, I've, I've not, I know I've told a couple of stories in regards to girls, right? And this, like, <laughs> within, within this one hour and 15, well, 15. minutes wow. and two seconds that we're fucking being chatting. But, um... <laughs> This this, yeah. this one particular girl, right? She had two um, she had two. Well, she she, she had parents who were both um, both doctors, <clears> right? Yep. And they were both very. They, they thought very highly of the daughter, right? At the time, I was a chef working mm-hmm. down in London at mm-hmm. Gordon Ramsay's fucking three star restaurant, right? So I was oh, right. like balls deep in the food, yep. And they didn't want their girl who was sorry, about Gordon. to go. What's that? I said sorry, Gordon. Suddenly, <laughs> <laughs> I was literal. Balls deep in the food. You want to buy the taste? Disclaimer. Of the taste so good. <laughs> wow, this wow, this fucking Rogan Josh. <laughs> Rogan <laughs> Scott. Not the Rogan Josh. <laughs> Rogan Scott. <laughs> Too much. Jesus. <laughs> I'm around the money. 
shit. I think we're good. Sorry, oh go on. my god. Anyway, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so they basically told her to finish me. Like, mm. and I was like down and I was heartbroken, man. She was incredible. Like, she was like, we probably wouldn't have like made it. We wouldn't mm. have been together, but at the time I thought she was the dog's bollocks. Like, she mm. was literally. What age were you? Because that's important. I was like in, 19 in or something. Things. I was like, right, okay, yeah, yeah. I can feel so like I was, the world. I was young. I was, I thought, fucking hell, like, I'm never going to get anyone better than her type of thing. Mm. And, um, and that, 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 like, those words that I, like, the fact that I knew. That, that her parents thought that I wasn't going to be good enough for her because she mm-hmm. was going to be going, I think she was going to Cambridge or like fucking, like this, that big okay, um, prestigious St. School. Andrews or something like that sure, in fucking sure. Edinburgh or whatever. The fact that they thought that I wasn't going to be good enough for her mm. have, has got me through, and I, I, I say this with, from the bottom of my fucking heart, those nights where I was like, it was three o'clock in the morning, I still mm. had three hours mm. worth of work to do. I was like, remember that fucking bitch's dad <laughs> said that I wasn't good enough? Honestly, Prove, remember yeah. when that fucking bitch's dad Prove said it. I wasn't good enough? Mm. watch this yeah. motherfucker <laughs> and that's yeah, the man. attitude you need to take and that's what you said you know don't feel bad about getting motivation from any situation yeah. like seriously you know the amount of shit things that have happened to me over time and you know what it is you know shit things happen to everybody but it's how you choose to deal with it yeah. and I firmly stand by that man it is it is single handedly and honestly anyone like Looking at motivation, like for example, I know I know you probably get a lot of motivation from like Gary Vee and his hustle and all that sort of carry on yeah, and stuff I know you've mentioned yeah, it a few yeah. times like you should literally drag the the best of everything mm-hmm. the best the best of every situation take the best of of it like from the experience mm-hmm. and harness it and embrace it mm-hmm. and then use it to spur you forward mm-hmm. i think that's the one thing if i do if i do anything well mm-hmm. right i'm not talented in any sense of the word nothing i'm not talented mm-hmm. in any sense i know for a fact that i'm not because i'm not good at fucking anything but what i am good at is taking like an ex- what, what i am like i'm very able to do which I'm not sure a lot of other people are uh, have kind of are as well practiced at because maybe they've um maybe they just haven't kind of looked at it as deeply as me because I've been quite I am quite introverted and I do think quite mm-hmm, a lot mm-hmm. is taking a taking a situation which is almost fucking unbearably negative mm-hmm. and taking it and spinning it to to my advantage mm-hmm. every time yeah and I I actually I'm I'm a little bit sick mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm sick as fuck because. I actually like I'm, I've always punched like above my weight when it came to girls mm-hmm. always mm-hmm. and for the sole reason of when they actually turn me down mm-hmm. my my automatic re- response is watch this yeah. <laughs> watch this <laughs> it's, it's, it's to- you're totally right I mean to, to open up real quick and it's I'll bad though it's a bad it's a bad characteristic to have for me not always I mean yeah it depends it, is bad. it depends on how you use it I mean for instance, and, and this is like quite deep and this is really personal. I'll probably say it now because it's, it's a really big part of my life and pushed me to what I want to do now. Yeah. Um, basically, like, I lost my dad like, in November when we were at Utility Wise for suicide. Yeah. And fuck me, that is shit. Like, I hope nobody ever has to go through that. And for those who have, I'm, I feel for you. But let me tell you what, it, that's not the end. For me, that was the beginning. And that's really... You know, probably one of the worst, you know, up there. I mean, there's, there's terrible things happening in the world all the time. And like I say, it's just really how you choose to deal with things and how you choose to look at things. And, uh, and really, you can use it as a catapult and to propel you forward. And like you say, you know, yeah. make the best of a bad situation and really harness what it does give you. Because fuck me, those are some strong emotions. But if you channel it, you know, you've got, a, you've got an outbound street just ready to fucking fire. You know, you can just aim at whatever you want and just Shit. knock it down. That's the way I see it. Tough one. It's true, man. It's true. But, uh, the, but it's the real. Mo- the most yeah. negative things, the most the, the, the negative the negative mm. events and fucking circumstances 
bring out the best in you mm. in the long term. Yeah. It really shows you what you're made of. You know, there's, I mean, for, for, for time after and stuff, you know, it, it takes a while, and, but you've got to look at, you've got to reflect, you've got to look inside. Yeah. And, um, and you, really, you really will come out better for it, you know, if you remember the positive sides of things and, and, uh, and always choose to see the world in, like, you know, a positive way. There's good things happening all the time. Yeah. There's really good things happening. I think there's balance as well. You know, you find for something bad that may happen to anybody, you know, if you look on the other side of the coin, I bet there's some good things going on in your life too. You just need to see them. Yeah. But you feel so kind of like, you feel like you're kind of drowning in this fucking, like, this, um, this, this like, pit of fucking negativity. Mm. Like, you, you can't see anything else. You've kind of got the, these blinkers the on. Blinkers, like, yeah. And you can't see anything. You can't see any, all this fucking good shit. Like, for example, um, what is it? It's like, like when, so, when someone's being like, like, say, for example, a partner, sometimes you can't see that they're actually being really manipulative and they're, mm-hmm. they're kind of like, they, they are not well, that's good a real for you. One that happens all the time. They're not healthy for you. Yeah. But you can't see because you kind of love them yeah. so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you they're, they're, they're obviously, they don't care for you, so you care more for them to try mm-hmm. and bridge that gap. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. It's bad, man. It's, it's, it's unhealthy. It's fucking horrible. It's yeah, horrible it's when you cr- see it happening yeah, to someone yeah, else. Yeah. I mean, if you've ever been through it yourself, I mean, you probably know. I mean, I've sort of been. You know, I don't want to sort of talk about the pity side of things or anything like that, but you know, things have happened and stuff. And uh, sometimes it's got to get so bad before you see how, yeah. you, before you turn, you know, you've got to like, you've got to hit the gutter and be looking up the stars to eventually see them. Yeah, man. It's, uh, it's age old, but it's, it's a bit cliche, but it's really true, actually. Mate, it's massively true. And the, the thing is, like, um, I have, I, there was, uh, Jordan Peterson says this thing. Um, he said it a couple of times, like in certain kind of um, like lectures and stuff that he's mm. got online, of like leaning on the um, Jocko, Jocko Willing says it as well. Mm. Do you know the, the US, like the US Navy guy? He's like a fucking, he's like, demented. he gets up at like four o'clock every morning and does a workout, man. He's a fucking beast. Is he the guy who talks about the importance of making your bed? Ah, uh, I think that's Jordan Peterson. He, he, oh, that's Tim Ferriss even. Is that Tim Ferriss? He's a genius. He's incredible. I do like Tim Ferriss. <laughs> but yeah, so he basically says, um, Jordan Peterson definitely says it about mm. not not leaning to like not not jumping into a fucking thorn bush as in jumping into failure like that, mm-hmm. but yeah, leaning on it a little bit too like a little bit more than what you to get mm. you out your comfort yeah, zone yeah, yeah. and just constantly doing that and eventually you you, you, you that, that that sooner or later you're fucking there like you you are constantly pushing mm. on that fence and constantly risking failure yeah. all the time even just subtly. Mm-hmm. And then eventually you, you start, grow, like, you, you can't help but grow. Like, it's, mm. just, it's just one of those things where if you do this constantly, every single day, do something that pushes you a little bit mm-hmm. and puts you outside of your comfort zone every single day, as mm-hmm. cliche as that fucking sounds. Yeah. Learning how to lean just that little bit, that little tiny mm. bit, little, little tiny bit is fucking, like, eventually over a year, you look back and you're like, fuck, how the fuck did I do that? Yeah. Do exactly the, the inches add up, right? The inches add up. It's just an inch by inch by inch by inch. Exactly. Inches become miles. You're so right. I feel like, you know, this is even a step right now, just doing this. It's an unusual, you know, we haven't well, seen this so long you. and it's such a strange way to catch up, but it's great. The thing is, man, like, I'll lay, I lay this on you. I was like, do you know what it is? I've got, the, I've got the equipment. I've been looking to do a podcast yeah, literally yeah, yeah. for, I actually have, mate, I'm not even going to lie, right? I'm pretty sure I've got on my notes a list of people, which I'm not even sure if you're on this list, so then <laughs> this will make us look like a dickhead, but I'll definitely- I'll take it out. I'll use it as motivation. Yeah. But I definitely had with her. You might have done that. You can see him typing really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's not. It's not there. But there's like, like, look, there's literally like a massive thing of like people who I said that I would get on the podcast, mm-hmm. right? 
um, but like certain things, like I have conversations like this, but it's just like I never got round to it. So maybe, maybe even like this, like this conversation that you, like you obviously wanted to set up, mm-hmm. was the thing to show me that this was just a little block in the road. Like the mm-hmm. reason that I wasn't doing it, and the reason that I wasn't making time for it, even though I, I have two hours to fucking have this chat or mm-hmm. an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it was me holding myself back and thinking. I can't do a podcast because I'm not good enough. Do you know what I mean? So I needed you to actually bring in. So although you're not <laughs> on the list. Is this the first one you've ever done? Ever done. <laughs> ever done. Holy Mate, shit. I was, I was chatting to, I was chatting to like the girl who I'm talking to yeah, from yeah, yeah. China. Uh, and I was trying to learn how to set up the fucking podcast equipment while I was kidding? talking to her. I'm not even joking. <laughs> and this was about half past three. And then I had to quickly grab a shower and shit. Today? Today. <laughs> Fuck. When wow. I text you, when I text there you, you go. an hour before you came, yeah, that was when I decided that we were doing the podcast. <laughs> <An> <laughs> that's before. amazing. No, that's that's fucking super cool. And to be honest, you know, like I got that message, expecting you know a nice coffee, catch up. I might have had a break and just sort of just chilled out or whatever. Like, and then you're like, do you want to do a podcast? <laughs> you didn't even say do you want to. You said we should do a podcast. Yeah. I just said yeah, I'm in. Mate, why not, man? Why, why not? not? I'm not gonna lie, right? I think. I think from this, I think from this, I think podcasts are extremely popular. Mm. I think podcasts give you an opportunity mm-hmm. to to go to go very deep. So the, mm, the, yeah, yeah. Jordan Peterson again, he says that he says what's the difference between um what's the difference between a, um an article and a book, right? Right. So mm. for example, in an article, you yep. can pretty much get the exact. So an article is like a, a picture, uh-huh. and a a book is like a portrait, right? This is what he says. I got you. An article can can get the point across. And mm-hmm. re- it can get the point across, so you understand what you're talking about, right? An article could I, I could probably write the the entire story of mm. parallel. It's right? a snapshot. It's a snapshot. Yeah. So you would understand it. You would yep. understand the concept of it. Okay. I'm with but you. a book has depth. Yeah. Sure. So a portrait has layers and depth, mm-hmm. and it has a meaning to it. It has mm-hmm. strokes. It has technique around it, right? Mm-hmm. To build a picture, a picture is just a snapshot. It's just yeah, a fucking, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's just a picture. But a portrait is, it's got more depth, it's got meaning, it's got mm-hmm. a fucking story, it's got stories behind yeah, it. Yeah, it's all new interpretation, there's, there's, yeah, there's levels. So that's, I think that's what, I think, I think there won't be many people who listen to this podcast, I'm, I'm pretty sure, right? But I'm going to try and have as many conversations with people as possible, yep. because I think it's really important that, first and foremost, like, we get to catch up, that's the first mm-hmm. thing. So yeah, we would yeah. have had this conversation anyway, mm-hmm. right? The second thing is, it gives people a chance, because I'll be completely honest with you, I'd say ninety percent of the people who who actually talk to me at mm-hmm. first probably think I'm an arsehole. and they probably do. Mm-hmm. And I, I might be a little bit of an arsehole. <laughs> but I'm. All, I also we also don't have a conversation, but mostly because I, I'm really busy, mm-hmm. and yeah, I'm course. sure they're busy as it's well. It's practical, isn't it? Yeah, you you don't get the chance to have a really in depth discussion yeah, with yeah, someone yeah, yeah. and share ideas mm-hmm. unless one you're very comfortable with them, and mm-hmm. two you actually have the time to sit the yeah, fuck down yeah. whether you're stuck in a fucking elevator or something together. Yeah, and you might start exp- <laughs> you might start like sharing like um like life stories and stuff, but you don't get that. You don't like how many times do you get this opportunity? Mm-hmm. How many times do you get an opportunity to have an in depth discussion with someone unless you set it up? Yeah. You don't. You don't. It doesn't happen. Yeah. Th- I mean, just to even like give an example of like our relationship, we've known each other for months, probably utility wise. Yeah. I've, this is the longest we've ever spoke. Ever. And way more in depth. But it's been it's been in and the it's, it's been in the boil though. It's been oh in the yeah. Boil oh, for a long oh, it has time. been on the boil for a while, a long time. And um and to be honest, this is a great way of communicating as well because when you sort of not on the spot or anything, but it's it's really relaxed. 
it is really it is super relaxing here you know you've got the coffee's everything. really fucking good the coffee's obviously. really fucking good it was good <laughs> I'm empty now um, but it also makes you you know think about what you're saying be a bit more articulate yeah. and it refines your thoughts as well yeah so um, you know there's definitely been some conversation off the record um, yeah definitely <laughs> and there might even be around too who knows um, but yeah I think it's a great it's a great way of communicating Guys, you made it. It is the end of the first episode of Just Juiced with Clementine House and me, Scott Lancaster, your host. We will be posting new exciting conversations with very interesting people in the near future to help you grow your business and also grow your mindset as an entrepreneur in this world that we live in. So thank you again for sticking around until the end and I look forward to connecting with you on our next episode.